A book about Amazon.com and its CEO, Jeff Bezos, is receiving mostly positive feedback. It is called The Everything Store. But Bezos' wife doesn't like what she's reading. She's a writer herself. As John Blackstone reports, she is taking full advantage of the family business to respond. Last month, an exhaustive new book debuted to mostly glowing reviews. Jeff Bezos hasn't commented publicly about the tell-all, but now his wife, Mackenzie Bezos, isn't holding back. Titled, I Wanted to Like This Book, Mrs. Bezos created a stir Monday with a scathing 900-word write-up about Brad Stone's The Everything Store. Her review slams the work as a lopsided and misleading portrait of the people and culture at Amazon. Married for 20 years, Bezos has long been her husband's number one fan. In an interview with Charlie Rose earlier this year, she talked about how Amazon came to be. To me, Charlie, you know, I'm not a business person. Right. So to me, what I'm hearing when he tells me that idea is, is, is the passion, is passion and the excitement. Yeah. Right. And to me, you know, watching your spouse, somebody that you love, have an adventure, what yeah. is better than it that? Be and better. being part of that. Exactly. But as far as the everything store is concerned, Mrs. Bezos wrote, I find way too many inaccuracies. And unfortunately, that casts doubt over every episode in the book. Mrs. Bezos' one-star review stands out against the more than two dozen five-star ratings on Amazon. Still, at last check, more than a thousand people found it helpful. For CBS This Morning, John Blackstone, San Francisco. Welcome to a very special episode of Struggle Session X Street Fight. Yes, yeah. we got the Street Fight Boys in the house. I'm Leslie Third. I'm Jack Allison. And I'm Jonathan Daniel Brown. And we're joined today by Brian and Brett, the Street Fight Boys. Hi, how's, how's this? Uh, this is one of my favorite podcasts, so it's exciting oh, to be shit. on. Well, I mean, this is, you guys are OGs, so to, to hear that is a big deal. <laughs> I mean, there would be no, none of this online leftist yelling at the system fuck you from the talk show internet none of it would exist without you two you realize that right oh i don't know maybe maybe we had something to do with it oh yeah so modest so modest very (laughs) humble celebrity there wouldn't be frustrated men yelling (laughs) you gave those men a voice (laughs) But it's a great voice. It's yeah. a voice I enjoy. Yeah. Yeah. Brian, so you've been on the show uh, before. But Brett, this is your first time on on, on the set on the sesh. Thank you so much for uh, being here. Yeah, I'm glad to be here. Just uh, chilling off of a fuzzy's joint. Yeah. And uh, loving life right now. Yeah, fuzzies we, are great. We, we, we don't had really a joint. call them fuzzies here. We call them tarantulas. Oh, is that true? Yeah. I, I had no idea. I, I like had tarantula. one I had I had a little of that uh fuzzy or tarantula or or however you want to call it uh earlier today and it's not fucking around. I'll tell you that much. It is not fucking around. No, so what it is is you take uh you know about a gram or so of cannabis, uh usually in indica because the goal is to get fucked up. And then uh you add a little bit of hash oil, uh distillate. And then you wrap the joint itself, the paper, with with keef, which is the crystallized shake yeah. that 
grinders collect. It's like a turducken is yeah. what it is, actually. <laughs> it's a whole lot of weed. It, it's so, so funny because you're all talking about this, and it seems like you're having a good time. And it's like, you know where I am at? You go to jail for that? <laughs> yeah, Like, you true. go to actual jail for yeah. that. That's Brett, so Brett knows bizarre. that. Brett knows that because yeah. he spent some time in, in Northern Virginia, didn't you? Yeah, I ended up getting busted with weed in Northern Virginia. Wow, oh, shit. Had to, had to go to court for it. I was, uh, was going to have to take classes. They were talking about uh, possibly doing drug tests for six months with oh my God. officers and shit. It was pretty wild. Uh, sir, um, would you like to talk about uh, your marijuana experience and the addiction of it? Hey, uh, um, uh, are, is everyone doing good not smoking weed today? <laughs> <laughs> but right. Brett, Brett actually, like, the cop was asking him crazy questions while he was pulled over about weed. It's one of those uh, occasions where you're like, the guys that bust people know nothing about this. <laughs> well, it's like whenever you see the cops tweet out, like, they're like, we made a huge bust today, and it's like an eighth of weed, and like, it's $26 laid out in singles or something. <laughs> yeah, that's what it was. He was like, how much you got? in there and i was like an eighth and he was like whoa whoa that's a big <laughs> <laughs> what's that, what's that, an eighth, an eighth of what uh, of a pound yeah. <laughs> that's a whole 19 dollars worth yeah <laughs> but it just it just strikes me how, like how fucking arbitrary that is it's like right in certain places of the same country like yeah. you can just buy weed at a store like they have brands and shit this actually yeah. blew my mind like you have like brands now of yeah. weed cigarette companies Oh yeah, yeah. It, it's like it's a it's a huge industry actually. I'm sure it's a super fucking scummy industry actually. Uh, <laughs> big big tobacco is buying into yeah. the farms in Canada now. Oh, that's I mean, great. I, I, yeah. I was I was worried they were going to be left out of all this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't worry, they'll corner the market. Uh, uh, Humboldt is going out of business before too long. So I, I actually know people in the black market weed uh, business in LA. I know some people in the legit one too. Not like super well acquaintances, but uh, impressive from, from, nonetheless. Yeah, I'm not trying to like, yeah, I mean, I'm not trying to like make a thing about <laughs> or anything. You know but, the actual uh, Chapo. Yes. Yeah, he knows. Yeah, exactly. The actual El Chapo. I'm connected to drug yeah. arts. No, um, but but from here's here's the deal is that legalization in California has essentially intensified the black market because it's added a 40% tax, which is uh, alcohol and tobacco more than that combined and then the stores themselves have very bougie brands that aren't uh, appealing to most pot sellers or pot buyers so no one wants to buy like a 55 dollar eighth which then comes down to 68 dollars when everyone knows an eighth is worth about 20 dollars and you can grow that yourself or buy it from a friend so and then there are also these huge black market stores which look like uh, legal stores, but they just don't have the taxes. I, I, I want to go on record saying that I'm very happy to live where I do, and I'm perfectly happy to spend $55 on an eighth uh, <laughs> if that's what it takes. Uh, uh, I like to go into these little stores, and I, I've spent plenty of time. I've spent uh, more than enough time going to some guy's apartment and waiting in a car outside <laughs> to get weed. Uh, I'm happy to pay the 55 Well, the big thing is the delivery services now, yeah. which is also like these... I applied to work at one of those, because I've been doing like the Postmates driving. I like applied to Ease, which is, and I think I have to do a phone interview sometime. I think it's it's like hard to get because so many people want to do it. I'm like, I don't know. What do you guys think? Do you think that potheads will tip extra well or not at all? Well, here's the deal. Ease doesn't have a tip function, but all oh. the drivers have Venmo accounts. Oh. So if you ask what their Venmo is, they'll tell you. 
well, I'm not going to do that. I don't want to go around telling people my Venmo to send me money. <laughs> I don't know. I, don't, I, I guess like if you're if you're tipping to tourists from illegal states, I can guarantee they're yeah. going to tip a lot more because you get so excited when yeah. you're in a store. Like my whole body is just buzzing. <laughs> I'm standing around all that weed. Yeah. Yeah, I've tipped every single time we buy something. Hmm. So <clears throat> maybe I'll do it. I, yeah, I can't not. believe like it seems like that job would be so hard to get because they treat weed like like TNT. Like they treat it like you're buying a gun or something. <laughs> I don't like think that. it's that way. It's 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 less like that here in California. That's casual. more like in like Nevada where it's like you have to like go into like an, you know, a, 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 an airtight chamber before you're able to even go into the shop. So I read about a New Jersey doctor who was arrested this week because he gave out too many medical marijuana licenses. Not a problem here. That's never happened yeah, to a doctor Yeah, that's not ever. going to be an issue out here. That, like, that whole thing, like, that stuff has been so, like, we talk about, like, universal health care, right? Yeah. And they say, I don't want the government to get involved in my health care. Right. But, like, if, if the doctor prescribes you enough painkillers to make your back feel better now, the DEA comes after them for handing out <laughs> Right. The government is involved uh, in your health care uh, uh, to begin with. Right. Yeah. So the that's that i mean that's how the shortage of painkillers led to the fentanyl thing that donald trump is going on tv and talking about yeah about. saying that this is why we need to like build a wall at the border because uh we got everyone addicted because we like gave out opioids like candy because people are working like jobs that give them chronic pain uh and they have no health care to like deal with that chronic pain okay, so we made everyone into heroin <laughs> all right well, well he's uh, trying to now they're saying do weed but it's like well weed is good and everything but sometimes like when your back is just destroyed from a roofing job right. weed isn't going to take care there of is something funny you. there is something funny about like i i would say like coastal liberals being like why does anyone ever take painkillers like when they can just smoke weed i'm like you don't know what pain is like perhaps <laughs> yeah. i certainly don't i know that i don't know what pain is like uh uh I don't want to know. I never want to know. Being a person that, I mean, I did roofing, which I think is the worst job you can have in the whole entire world. I did that for like three months. And he's thrown boxes, right? You're, you're, yeah. A, yeah. No, <clears throat> I pulled my back and I have sciatica pain. Man. All of that stuff from, you know, and it comes back every now and then. I've kind of pulled my yeah. back out every five years, slip a disc or something Jeez. awful. I mean, I got like, work done on my teeth like i had a big abscess tooth a couple years ago and i went in and they gave me six vicodin and they were like yeah. you know spread these out over a few days and i'm like that isn't enough but you know yeah. i can understand being a doctor and being fucking terrified of the dea like yeah. that's just the, the they all have crazy. licenses if you look at a prescription it'll say dea number blah 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 blah, blah on any kind of uh, potentially it's addictive funny. medication. It's like you go to med school, you spend like 10 years becoming a doctor, and then you also have to like do paperwork for the feds about yeah. like prescribing medicine. Well, and dealing with these cops that are like completely terrified of drugs. Like yeah. when you read about like, I just did, read an article in, I think it was uh, one of the Boston newspapers mm. where cop, where like these doctors are just in this article 
begging the police to quit freaking out about fentanyl. <laughs> just begging them to be like, you know, if somebody's overdosing, it's okay. You can go in there and give them Narcan without putting on a biohazard. Suit. <laughs> <laughs> but look, they got to buy all the cool biohazard suits because everyone had, like, all the police departments had a high budget and, you know, they have them, so they got to use them. Like, oh. I have this thing in my phone that I saved from the show about uh, in Ohio. Uh, in Ohio, after a prisoner overdosed, 23 correction officers and four nurses were treated for possible opioid exposure. What? 31 uh, opioid in- exposure? <laughs> 31 inmates were relocated and a nearby school was placed on modified lockdown. <laughs> there uh, might th- I think the opioids are in the air, actually. They're, that's uh, what they think. Wow. Like these doctors were saying, it's like when AIDS first started, that yeah. these cops will like get a little bit of opiate like, like they'll get a little bit of like uh no it's like powder if they get oh. a little bit of powder on their shirt these cops are shooting themselves up with the narcan so that they can get out of an overdose <laughs> oh that they god. think is fucking happening oh my god and it's because the dea is teaching them right that one that they're like just one particle one of grain of co- yeah yeah one and you're grain addicted for life you. And yeah. Yeah. It's like the avian flu. And they yeah. just, they don't know what a panic attack is. Yeah. Right. Really, right. They, just can't that they let their brain take right the now. This is this is the fentanyl. I'm obviously <laughs> in full control at all times. Otherwise, I shouldn't be trusted with a, a firearm. Yeah, yeah so that's the whole be. thing. <laughs> We're all living our lives like making sure that cops don't get a panic attack. (laughs) Okay, sir. Okay, sir. Okay, sir. Yes, yes, yes. All good. Rubbing his back. They're just like on the edge and stressed out and like like waving a gun around. (laughs) Um, All right. Well, what else is going on, guys? Uh, uh, On the weed thing, um, have you guys been reading these articles that like are coming out from like there's a special interest group that's like anti-weed now and they're starting to... Malcolm Gladwell. Yeah, they're starting to like plant Mm. all these stories in places to like be like anti-weed now. And Mother Jones has published three in the past year really yes um that's like so corny at this point to be anti-weed there's a an anti-weed guy who's been active for about 25 or so years maybe longer his name's kevin sabit sabit and he's just the guy that like any newspaper ever just goes to he started some organization called smart approach to marijuana Mm. with uh one of the fucking kennedys and like he's just like obsessed with weed. Oh, the wet All mouth he one, going, right? Yeah. He he actually yeah. flipped. The wet wet mouth guy flipped. Wet mouth Kennedy, <laughs> he flipped. Now he's good with weed now. Well, all these guys, like even like John Boehner runs it like a fucking like weed company. Like yes. all these guys that like that piece were so shit. happy to put people in prison for weed forever are now like, oh, there's money in it. Like uh now it's good for your joints. Every, I don't know. <laughs> every old hippie Every black and brown drug dealer should not only get a job in the new industry, but they should be yeah. titans of it. They it's should be in charge. It's not yes. fair that John. Why do they let John Boehner in? Yeah. Well, he's technically brown or orange. Yeah. <laughs> he he's is the a POC. orange man. Yeah. <laughs> he's the only one that's making money in weed now. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it, the the whole get the Mother Jones thing seems weird to me because I did not think there were anti weed liberals. Like I I I knew the Kennedy guy, but he had that gaffe mm-hmm. where he said we need to keep weed illegal because the police need a reason to search people's cars. Sure. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no. no their take on weed is that one it's bad for the environment farming weed is bad for the environment Mm. landscape scarring energy sucking wildlife 
killing uh, pot farming is what they called it. Hey, how about almonds? Why don't we hear that many <laughs> yeah. articles about fucking almonds? Yeah. Um, sorry, hipsters. CBD will not solve all your problems. Calms down my dog. It's when my dog freaks out, pot. I give her a drop of CBD it and it helps a lot. A couple. Yeah, <laughs> that was always something that made me crazy was when they would say like I when weed was still like pretty much only legal here. Yeah. When they would say it's that's no use for like medical. You can't use that for getting better or anything <laughs> like that. And then you're like, but people say they're getting better. So right. like, right. You can't tell them that that's not working. But I guess you can. That's kind of what the government does you're allowed to you're allowed to <laughs> sure that's within your uh, uh rights i guess to say that it's not working that's what i hated about that's what i hate about the 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 method of legalization now where you have to go to medical first right and then recreational because it's like let's just we can skip the medical it's so thing. silly and but perfunctory it's, yeah. it's yeah. fucked up in california right now because the medical system is much easier to access than the recreational market for people who have less money for lower income True. consumers also you can get more potent shit. Uh, you can only go up to 100 milligrams for edibles in the recreational hmm. market. For medical, 1,000. Right. So you get real. Well, you can, you can buy get that blackout brownie. Though. <laughs> That's true, but you're also yeah. paying. Yeah. Well, there is. there basically just is a like subscription fee no matter what. Like If you're recreational, you got to pay the extra taxes and you know uh, uh, pay a charge up front. Uh, if you're medical, you have to pay a doctor of like 40 bucks every year to, <laughs> uh, to you know, say that you have anxiety. Man, my weed doctors are such fakes, by the way. We're well, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. Like, these are people who like they're like, do you have anxiety? You should try yoga. Like, uh, here's my card. I also do chiropractic, and uh, here you can buy some weed. Twelve <laughs> shots. Like, yeah, uh, and like also like it's so funny because like they are such fakes, but they have to go through the thing of like, here's some advice for things that are not weed, and I'm like, okie dokie. <laughs> 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 Whatever you say, sir. <laughs> Did they all look like Trump's doctor? They do, actually. They all look like Trump's doctor. Um, some are younger. Some are, had, like, younger. I've had a former plastic surgeon, because yeah. I, I always do the homework afterwards, because they're always such characters that I always, like, to look them up. I'm like, what happened to them? And, like, one of them was a plastic surgeon, and you could tell. Uh, and then the other one was just, I, I don't know, he just kind of bounced around forever until he settled there. Yeah, wow. And then and he, he, he was telling me about how he was a Jew for Jesus, and he was, like, talking to me about prayer. And <laughs> so, I was like, yes, sir. Uh, so, yes, the cannabis. Yeah, I'll, I'll prescribe you the weed, but you should also try prayer. And it's like, OK, this is the system that makes sense. We have to do the medical one first. <laughs> this is the system working. They're charging like I've looked into getting a card in Ohio and four hundred and fifty dollars. And oh, my God, saying like nobody really quite knows what it's going to be and that like the the rumor is that it you're going to have to renew every six months that, yeah i mean it's like 40 bucks out here if you, yeah, you want to do it yeah i mean they're trying to figure out because the way it works is when ohio does something yeah that seems like then it's okay for like kentucky to do right it the rest of Iowa <laughs> to do it so they're trying to like maximize the amount of money that they, they can, can make in sure. ohio so that the rest of the country has a model for it being right. the worst possible how system. can we make it so yes weed can be legal but it has to cost nine hundred dollars a year to do it it has to cost <laughs> you a subscription fee of nine hundred dollars a year do regular doctors give it out here or do you no. have to go to a weird doctor you have to go to a weird doctor That's regular it's just 
silly. Like, also, like, you can't, like, go to... It's not like I go to, like, Rite Aid and, like, get weed. You know what I mean? It's not a real fucking prescription. It's bizarre. Like... It should also be way, like, way cheaper. Right. Uh, Yeah, if it's a prescription, like, I should get the WGA health insurance to cover it. (laughs) Like, I should have... It should cost me, like, $2. Right, right. (laughs) It should be, like, a Rite Aid generic. Yeah, exactly. It should be generics. Yeah, CBD is really generic weed, is what it is. CBD, (laughs) I mean, I'm sure it helps people, but, like, you can just get it at Whole Foods. You can get any, like, green, like, or, like, granola shop. Mm, You can get it at, like... No, but... It's everywhere in L.A. CBD bud, though, is special. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. I great. haven't really used it that much. I was when I was I was in Italy a couple months ago, and it's like I guess illegal in Italy, but you can buy CBD. Like CBD is legal there. So like I asked the guy at the head shop, they're like, I will like buy this, and he's like, it's got no THC. I'm like, fine. I really you know haven't smoked weed in like weeks. I want this or whatever. I bought a pipe from them too, and they were like, just be careful, like because uh, the police like they still can if they think it's real weed, you can get in trouble. And so I'm like, so what I just bought here. Is solely a way to get arrested. It's yeah. like it's like impersonator weed you that won't get, get high. me high. But it just smells and looks like weed, and there's no way to distinguish. Like I go just to jail a, kit. Yeah, it's a little go to jail in Italy kit. Is what I just bought. <laughs> it's weird that it's not legal over there yet. Yeah, yeah I, I would, would think, think cocaine right? is legal in. Italy. <laughs> That's I don't what I'm know. hoping for very soon in, yeah. in the United States. I yeah. mean, I really we got to get medical first. That's what we need to do. <laughs> yeah, we gotta get that's the Adderall. Actually. We used to Adderall have medical is... cocaine. Yeah. Back yeah. in the early 1900s. Yeah. And then the time the, of that yeah. show. And now it, things are a lot better. We simply prescribe the amphetamine we used to give to uh, the people in the war to children. Now <laughs> that's what we do is we give them amphetamine uh, the way we used to give people in the trenches of World War One so they can do their homework better. Well, I've been, we have I've been teach, having focus issues. We have to teach kids how to sell their drugs very early on in their life. So right. we toss them some Adderall and be like, make a few bucks off this. Thing. <laughs> <laughs> Get out there and hustle uh, <laughs> if you're bad at school maybe you can at least be a drug dealer <laughs> i mean that's better than the option i had when i was in school where it was like okay you're not doing great in school how about if you take classes for half the day and work at mcdonald's the other half of the day? <laughs> yeah um well uh uh geez what the hell else is going on leslie what do you got <laughs> Um, not too much. I, I'm I'm just happy to have the uh, Street Fight Boys on because I'm such a big fan of the show and of their politics and what they do. And we've been talking a little bit more politics at the start of 2019 because it feels like 2016 is happening all over a goddamn oh, yeah. again. So I'm wondering, yeah. since you know are you know Ohio's foremost political pundits. Mm-hmm. How you how you see the twenty twenty uh, election shaping up? Um, who you who you got? You think is going to be Kamala? It's going to be Beto? Yeah. Like what do you think? What you guys think? are Beto boys, right? Yeah, yeah big big Beto. Guys. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, hey, did you see how Beto was uh, getting his uh, dental work done? That's the so other fucking day? gross. <laughs> that so shit gross. is so nasty. Like what, what the hell? This is how how quickly it goes from like Alexandria Ocasio Cortez is like making dinner at her home, and then like two weeks later, Beto O'Rourke. Has like you're like watching a GoPro up his ass. Like <laughs> the good news is, is that he's doing a fundraiser with Oprah, Michael B. Jordan, and Bradley Cooper. At oh, that's Times exciting! Square. That's very exciting. Two hundred bucks a ticket. So, what do you guys? Who do you guys like though? That's I actually. We just saw that they're doing a Woodstock. 
Oh this yeah, year. yes. I recently saw that. We were talking about that. We talked about that in our like almost in our new in episode. And it's like they are doing it. They actually yeah. are doing it. And it's got TED talks on it. And, <laughs> oh god! So it's they're going definitely the opposite way of Woodstock '99. Wow! <laughs> they're they're going in this new way. They're, I they're, think it's, it's going to be, be one of the ideas festivals. You know, so it will be a lot more respectable. Uh, they'll have more TED talks, but there'll be just as much sexual assault. I can't. I can't really think. I, like it's really weird to think because I think basically anybody who runs is going to win my hope you is think so i do i don't think trump is going to win again i Interesting. just i think that there really? are a lot of people who didn't vote in that last election yeah. because they were like fuck it you know there's no way this guy can win i mean i didn't vote in the last election and i'm yeah. in ohio and it's like i just didn't think there was any possible way he could win and so you think you think it's just it's a done deal there's no way uh, uh trump gets reelected. i don't i i don't think he wins ohio again at the at the very least which is sort of one of the more important states but i do think that like there are people they could run that he would, would beat yeah you know like i don't think joe biden is a particularly uh inspirational guy to no. run right now especially the way he's talking about young people and stuff. that's the thing i actually think i think that there's plenty of candidates who can lose to trump and i think that like i think a big part of it is like i i've heard this i heard this quote a while ago and i keep thinking about it is that uh, uh usually when the 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 election is a referendum on one candidate it ends up that is the winner of the of that election like i think 92 it was a referendum on bill clinton uh uh and then like against uh john Kerry it was, uh, with george w bush in 2000 it was a referendum on uh george w bush and i kind of feel like i'm like you got to run someone who has exciting ideas because if we're just like saying like middle of the road nothing like trump's just going to eat up all the coverage and then yeah. he'll just end up winning because it's the only fucking thing on television <laughs> like i don't know I'm I'm the psychopath who was screaming the sky is falling for like four fucking. Well, that's years. not psycho, as it turns yeah, out. Yeah. Well, no, but nobody cares. What do you Nobody's think, like, Jonathan, you were right. It doesn't matter. It, yeah, no, I, I am. I am right. waiting for everybody that I've ever spoken to to line up at my door and tell me I'm right. But yeah, it's uh, not gonna happen. <laughs> it's, <laughs> but no, uh, I, look, I, I was the guy who, when Bernie lost, was like, it's over. Trump won. Like, bah. and so I, nothing in my gut has told me Trump won't win again. I mean, I do think Bernie is getting shanked very early on, and that's a, a bad sign because it's twenty. It's the beginning of twenty nineteen. It's yeah. like really early, and that scares the shit out of me. And now there's gonna be. I think there's gonna be so many of these Democrats the same way that during uh, it, it, during the twenty sixteen election there were like fifteen Republican candidates that they whittled down. There were only yeah. for the Democrats there was Bernie, there was Hillary, there was Jim Webb. And a Republican, O'Malley, of course, <laughs> Martin Lincoln, O'Malley, and then Lincoln, oh, Mark O'Malley and Lincoln Chafee. Yeah. yeah, that was it. Yeah. Like it was five versus like twenty six, and now the Democrats are going to have like thirty of these fucking people plus a million businessmen yeah. who jump in at the last second. And uh, I just think it's going to be such a Jamie shit show. Diamond. I can't wait. What do you think, Brett? Um, I don't know. I I don't say it often. We don't mention it on the show, but I was so colossally wrong about the Trump thing that I just don't know if I actually understand people. <laughs> <laughs> so how were you wrong? You just thought it was never going to happen or what? Yeah, I was just thinking that it was a little too much. Um, I, I kind of got shocked, I guess, that people would put up with that much stuff. You know? Sure, sure. Um, but uh, for for this time around. I don't know who they're going to put up that has a chance. I just feel like they've, they're they the same old Democrats and they're ready to like lose again yeah. the way that they normally do. It's my feeling because they just aren't interested in those new ideas and they yeah. aren't really 
liking the stuff that gets everybody whipped up into a fervor. You yeah, know? I agree. I, I don't think I I, ju- I don't think Bernie is like the solution. I right now, like I I don't I think that like we have lost a big. Uh, like if he runs we've lost a bunch of people i know they're going to be forced to vote for him but he's a, like a real I, I don't know if i want like a really old guy i like his I, i've really heard the i've guy. heard the age like i like his ideas you know some yeah. of his ideas but some of his stuff stinks i'm really hoping somebody that I, i'm really hoping they ride that wave uh, that that alexandria ocasio cortez wave and find then who, somebody who, yeah, who that has great ideas well here's the pro- here's, here's the problem there is absolutely positively no one uh who yeah. out there who exists Be, and this is for a reason this is for like a historical reason the same reason like jeremy corbyn is like the only person who in the uk bernie sanders is like the only democrat who didn't sell out in the past you know 20 30 years all of them right. became like clinonites like this these you know middle road centrist new uh new democrats and there's no one else who is even old enough to run for president who could actually with any legitimacy uh take you know the spot of bernie sanders aside from like elizabeth warren who is also old and set out 2016 and like you know pissed a lot of people off probably she p- fucked up yeah like she's a robot too by the way yeah. i like this i like the consumer uh protection bureau the consumer finance protection bureau like i think what she does is very important i think she's one of the few democrats who actually does uh proactively go after wall street but in the end she had like a real decision to make and she blew it and and she is just she just falls into Trump's stupid games all the time. All the I don't time. Get that. All the time. Like people, like the the DNA testing. That was just. I what really. What the fuck look, was for, that? I, for me with Elizabeth Warren, I'm like, I like Elizabeth Warren. I think that her policies are as sort of like uh, unodious of uh, almost any politician. And so I don't. I don't want to like. I don't really want to get into the game of like, will Trump voters think this about the Native American thing? I'm like, if it ends up being Liz Warren, I'll do my best. You know no, what no, I mean? No, like, I, I think no, Jack. Jack, Jack that's yeah, not. I'll vote for. Wait, her. hold up. That's oh, I'm just. I know. No, that's I'm not not trying to say that you weren't saying that. No, I'm just wh- saying like. No, what I'm saying is important for us. You know, uh, five guys to say it because we don't have an indigenous person on the show. It's important for us to say like the fucked up <laughs> thing about her doing oh, that yeah. was that it was like her throwing indigenous people uh, under yes. the under the bus deliberately on purpose because she knew that no one would care or listen to them that's basically what the problem with her doing that absolutely 100 percent. that was so i i don't want to gloss over i shouldn't brush over it you're right about that we might bring in i i don't know how like that's the other thing the democrats need to realize that they have a really hard time realizing is that they can't, they're not going to get Trump voters. Like, I, that they will not but, get and them. And they, they don't need them, but they don't need them, though, really. They don't need them, yeah. They don't need Trump voters. They need non-voters. They need people who didn't vote last they time. They need people who need... vote for Obama. That's all they need. Yeah. That's all they need. They need yeah. the Obama voters back. Yeah, those are hard ones to get, though. I, I know my father-in-law was an Obama voter, but he is definitely voting for Trump the next time. <laughs> yeah. He's I, I very into Donald Trump. It's so Trump. funny. My best friend is the same way. He vote, he enthusiastically voted for Obama two times and then voted for uh, Trump uh, next time because he thought Trump was, like, the closest to Obama in that race. Like, he thought Trump was yeah. the continuation guess, of I changing Washington, D.C. 
Yeah, I mean, if you're really looking at it at a super surface level and you're just like, well, there's one guy that's getting a lot of crowds and he's saying we need change, (laughs) you know, and somebody else is uh, like speaking to like what looks like a rotary club and saying like everything is good. And it's like silly to think that that anything is bad. I think if you're socially isolated and you're like what is once considered upper middle class you have the potential to be a trump voter it's not that complicated really like there is of course the the white male grievance element to it but i think anybody can be turned into a trump supporter given enough social isolation and fucked up paranoia but that's not even relevant because like he just got republicans to vote for him like the republicans are going to vote for the republican like there's been so many much hand they fall in line they fall in line really easily like it was this was not a huge there's not a big turnout election i mean very early Early on in his run, me and Brett were like, I kind of like that this guy's out here because he's he's saying a bunch of shit like I, I didn't think he ever had a chance to get elected, but I thought he was fucking with the way. Yeah, the debate happened and he was fucking. Hey, look, with are you it was really like, funny. <laughs> when, was funny. When, I, when I was when, during the Republican primary, it's this guy getting up and like calling like Jeb Bush like a pussy or something. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, uh, I'm sorry. I like it. You know what I mean? The I'm Al like, Smith dinner is one of the funniest fucking now that is one ever see that is one of that's like the easiest like trump had such an easy time of it because it is so easy to get up and be like jeb bush sucks (laughs) and then everyone on like everyone applauds you (laughs) like i swear i thought someone say this and i'm like little marco was amazing and it's like it's it's great to see these people who you hate like like get fucked with like now i hate trump too uh uh, and he has uh, ruined many lives but it was really nice to watch uh all of these republican ghouls be humiliated in front of the whole country it also killed that idea like what happened was there were a bunch of guys who were groomed for right. the day that they fucking were born to right. be the president. They yes. learned how to debate. They learned all the rules of debate. They Ossoffs. learned all the rules of running a campaign. And then some guy came in and just started, like Brett said, calling Marco Rubio short. Yeah, that's really what it, they learned all these rules. And then someone just came in and he was like, that's stupid. And they're like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. like, the funniest thing, I remember this during the, the debates. Um, I remember when someone was like, you know, you're not supposed to like confer with your like campaigns like during the break or whatever and so trump just did it though like he just uh they, they just came up and did it with him and then I, he I just mean, look, like what are you gonna do ignore them like, anyway and, they, and then so what ended up happening was so funny they were like so what we ended up doing was just letting the other candidates do it too like we can now yeah they're like he well ru- instead of his- telling a billionaire no we just have to accede the idea, you know, and also like, look, I mean, people, it's it's very funny. We we live in a world where we, as a society, tend to root for what we perceive as the underdog. Yeah. And so Trump had a bizarre Caddyshack slob versus snobs narrative with yeah. a lot of Republicans. Right. Who's like, he's like the, he's, even though for He's he's he has caddies. He has golf he's courses. He's a billionaire. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's not. It's Even not. If he's a fake one. He's still his whole thing has been being the billionaire. Success. It's just success. Yeah. People yeah. love success. Yeah, and they think that he's successful. And and it's the thing about like. Uh, it's like all you have to do is say you're successful right. to be successful in the United States because nobody would ever dare to say I'm successful at something. <laughs> I mean, the real truth is that like, you know, I've seen this said before, but like for modern Donald Trump and like for the way people thought about who this man was going into the 2016 election, like NBC bears a ton of responsibility for that. Like it's like the set dressers on The Apprentice who like bought him a really nice looking chair. You see this guy's like actual office. It's like it's like stacks of 
paper everywhere. But when he goes on NBC, he's like sitting in the high chair. They've got dramatic lighting. And this is the American businessman or whatever. I mean, Mark Burnett and Jeff Zucker yeah. are like essentially political. It's criminals. so funny. Like Jeff Zucker created Trump and now he like runs the channel that's just against Trump. He like he runs the talking Trump channel or whatever. Uh, it's almost as if he's not really that against Trump. It's almost like uh, these people don't care about anything. They were just yeah, buddies, except money. Right? Like everybody was <laughs> money, friends yeah. with Donald Trump before well, yeah. he was president. And it le- like leads to all these awkward like, well, yeah, I thought he was OK when well, he was just a racist guy that didn't have any power. Right. Exactly. It's like, well, and the real truth is is that like Donald Trump is so much more like all these people than they want to acknowledge. They're like, like, uh, he's a buffoon, an idiot. Like, and in their heart, it's like, I know because I am exactly like him. (laughs) Like, I am too, like a pampered, like baby man who has never had to like think about or do anything. It was almost his like bizarre, like, uh, path. Like he would go. uh, The thing is like his lies were so obvious when he wasn't running for president. Like, he'd go on Howard Stern and talk about, like, fucking people all the time. Like, it didn't happen. Like, yeah. this is, like, definitely he's, like, an old guy pretending to have sex with people he didn't a lot. Yeah. And, like... And also, I will say... You know, uh, uh, definitely a real sexual assaulter as well. Like yeah, yeah, even sure. a, aside from the the fake ones he bragged about on Howard Stern, he's also a real sexual assaulter. Sure. I mean, like how many lawsuits do you need to count at this point? Yeah, really. But yeah, it, it it's uh, at this point though, it's like he's he's just turned into a boring ass normal Republican who yells about a wall. He doesn't have that spark. So I do think. You think that he's somebody- lost that? That loving feeling, JB. He's lost. He's lost his joie de Trump. I don't see the same MAGA energy. I don't see the wow. uh, the BDE from the centipedes. Like I, you know, I'm, I'm, like, I'm devastated for him. Um, for, to wow. hear you say that, JDB. Like <laughs> Trump is just. He's he just doesn't I mean, have it anymore, I guess. I don't know. I, I still say that, but but then you see Schumer and Pelosi's response, and it's like American Gothic or something. It's bizarre. <laughs> Did you watch uh, Alexandria Ocasio Cortez's like MSNBC response? By the way, like she was on Rachel Maddow, which God knows who did that booking. I mean, uh, you know, good. I, I it's it's good shit to be honest with you. I'm so happy to see her on like The View and Rachel Maddow and shit because I'm like, man, we need to like reframe people's minds. They've been watching trash for yeah, all. Yeah. Too too long. Break up um, the conversation. Calling man. him racist, and then when they tried to get her to back down from calling him racist, was fucking amazing. I am like at Why this point. That? At this point, I'm like. The bar is so like the 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 goal line has been shifted so far back that Alexandria Ocasio Cortez is the best. It, like she's not even like perfect on everything. No. I'm like it's like so easy to just get in there and be like, yes, Donald Trump, the guy who said that Mexicans are rapists, like with his literal first like campaign event, is racist. <laughs> like it's and, I don't know what to well, say. And the like, really bizarre thing about that is that they spend all day basically calling him a rapist. A racist on CNN, oh. but, but they do it in the way where they're like, it's a racial, another racially charged, charged. moment. Yeah, that, a racially charged moment from our president who left facts at the door today. That dipshit <laughs> Anderson Cooper. Anderson Cooper is, he's one of the dumbest people. So Vanderbilt. Who, who ever, he's, have you seen the pictures of him as like a child? Yeah, yeah I was showing, oh, I, I posted those. Oh yeah, you posted them. Like, he is one of the like dumbest people who ever lived, which is amazing because he also works with Wolf Blitzer, who is much like, <laughs> much worse than him. I met Wolf Blitzer one time when I worked on a Funnier Die video, and I can confirm, Wolf Blitzer's a blank slate. That's what? a man who's not got a lot going on what other he than he's able like? to read words. Uh, I swear to wolf. God, I, I felt like 
Wolf Blitzer was like an automaton. It was like meeting like one of the presidents in the Hall of Presidents or something <laughs> like that. Like, hello, Jack Allison. This yeah. is Wolf Blitzer. Like, where do you need CNN. me? Okay. And then he just like read the words real good. And that was that. I, I bet that's how they came up with that concept for the Mission Impossible uh, intro. Yeah. Days in. Yeah, I love that concept. By there's the way. Uh, there's Anderson Cooper oh as a child God. with his mother Gloria Vanderbilt. He's dressed as a little uh, as a little jockey in the picture for those at home. Okay, where's he going? <laughs> <laughs> Who's this little buddy yeah, going? Probably to ride his horse. Well, <laughs> yeah, I when he came out and said she's trying to charge people taxes sixty to seventy percent on people who make ten million dollars more a year and then somebody posted that his contracts for eleven million dollars. I know I I posted that as well. That's another one of my posts. Yeah, no, he's yeah. like, it's, he's at him, he's at eleven million. I'm like, oh, so he literally would be co- lose seven hundred thousand dollars from but this uh, tax plan. That's great, uh, news, which is great though. actually. That would be really, really good. Hey, you know, whole newspapers get sold for less than Anderson Cooper makes a year. Uh, <laughs> something's fucked in this uh, the way that news is done. When I saw him take that shot of liquor on TV and almost throw up from it, it was <laughs> like I, that's the only time I've ever felt like really close to that. Guy. I s- <laughs> <laughs> I swear that the New Year's special is like the only time in his whole year when he goes into the scrum among normal people it's like he descends from like a bubble and then goes to drink with the normals once a year (laughs) yeah see what the the hoi poi is doing it is weird i i do wonder how often guys like that ever have to talk to a normal person or like does anderson cooper ever have to wait in line for a bathroom no he (laughs) says well no he doesn't he probably has his own bathroom at the at his office and uh Although, you know what I heard, and I liked this, actually. It kind of made me like Fox News. One of the interns at Fox News, like, leaked that uh, Bill O'Reilly didn't have his own bathroom. And so, like, you would just be in, like, the, like, shared bathroom at Fox, and, like, Bill O'Reilly would just be, like, grunting out a giant shit in That's the stall awesome. next to you. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> like yelling at it. Yeah, like, I mean, that is a man who, I, I don't think those shits are coming easy for Bill. <laughs> for Bill, I don't Not think. Not a single person ever took a picture of him taking a leak in one of the stalls. I don't buy uh, 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 uh. Yeah, yeah. Roger Ailes all... had four bathrooms. I think there were probably pen- plenty of pictures of uh, Bill O'Reilly's balls going around just from Bill O'Reilly himself, actually. Yeah, yeah. we them did find out building. he's a pervert. Yeah, like the loofah thing. Right? Yeah, yeah. We did. I wish they would have released that tape. I like hearing those guys in their most pervert, yeah, <laughs> like, the do. most perverse times of their life. Like, remember when Pat O'Brien yes, got yes, busted yes. for sending a, like calling those, like, weird t- yeah. fuck you that so bad. That shit was so good. That shit was so good. When he like called from like he called from like the phone at the like restaurant or something like that. Yeah, man. Well, I'm over here jerking off right now. Pat O'Brien, why do you think uh, why do you think Trump had inquirer? and TMZ uh, leak all the Bezos shit. That shit came from Trump's allies. Oh, but. you think so? Like oh, all I the mean, divorce TMZ stuff? and Inquirer are both friends oh, yeah. of Trump. Harvey Levin loves Trump. That's and then, true. And uh, then the guy who runs the National Inquirer loves what Trump. What got released? It's great, though. So like that, oh, that, we've that, been that, on the road. We've been on the road so for So Bezos is getting divorced to start okay. with, and it's like because I guess he cheated on his wife. And so the par- there's apparently like all these like they've done sexts but Jeff Bezos' and sex pics. and dick pics may get leaked. I pray to God they get leaked. <laughs> uh, uh, I really do. Sorry. I know that we're not supposed to like. No, no, no. He's form. the richest 
man who's ever <laughs> lived, he deserves whatever is coming to him. He's the one yes, exception. I want one exception. I want Jeff Bezos' dick pic to be leaked. He sexed like a robot. He texted, I love you, alive girl. He had and Alexa normally- do it. He had Alexa, Alexa, <laughs> send the sex to my wife. <laughs> so, so he was, he was uh, so what's even better man. is it's, it's the president of WME's wife, not Ari Emanuel, the other, the, the former, or one of the heads of WME, which just sold like a huge chunk of their company to Saudi Arabia. Well, now they want to back out of it, or at least they they're not going to back are, out not of going it. To, they, yeah. This deal is done. How do you I back know. out of that? They just deal? made an announcement of, so that their clients none of be that happy. is happening. Like because when the WWE did their thing, yeah. they were like, uh, "We're we're gonna uh, send some guys to investigate." Yeah. They said, "Like <laughs> get to the, the bottom of dog this Jesse J. Uh, <laughs> get to the bottom of the <laughs> show. <right>. Investigate." <laughs> I had a few beers and I and I and I did a a mean drunk email and and I I said like, "Well, this is like karma for you doing business for the people who killed Jamal Khashoggi." Oh my god, you people like. You know, these people have more money than God and they like are, and they have slaves and they're still like sending their fucking dicks through unencrypted messages. <laughs> I mean, they're really uh, like that's the times when when like when like the Saudi Arabia thing happened. Yeah. That's the times where I like sort of feel I, I I like see that they're just like me like when I set up a payment plan with the gas company and then call them the day I'm supposed to pay it, <laughs> like, uh, I'm gonna need three more days on that because <laughs> they really kicked that can down the road after the Khashoggi thing like yeah. all these companies were like I will never do business with Saudi Arabia and then just did it and then because they, yeah. they have this out where they can all say, well, we have a contract, you know, yes. you, you get a contract. You got to you got to perform for war criminals. That's Damn just it. The way things are. I hate <laughs> working for them. But unfortunately, we do have to take their money. We oh. uh, unfortunately have to take their money and we hate it so it's much. Uh, yeah, it's really fucked up. Um so what about Bezos's dick? Yeah, what are there good? Uh, I don't think that there are actually there leaked yet? pictures like, yet. Leaked. But, they uh, just claim uh, the Inquirer claimed they had them. That's yeah. all. They well, should. I just pray. I pray that we get to see them is all. I really do. That's that the hope. I mean, I, I love seeing how these got like how these robot men feel warmth and passion. <laughs> like, is there does Jeff Bezos feel that ever? Uh I am not sure. I really wonder if we're going to see Jeff Bezos become like a Rick and Morty fan or like is Jeff Bezos out of going through a divorce and getting his sex leaks going to be appearing on like Joe Rogan in the next year? Ooh, that's that's the renegade move, right? <laughs> that's that scary shit, right? Like, if yeah, you go, bachelor life. You can do what you want. And also like getting owned like he's like everyone's getting mad at him and not respecting him or whatever like when you're really rich you don't like people telling you like no and then you just like double down and then three months later you're on joe rogan you don't even know what happened (laughs) he didn't have a prenup you don't even know yeah wow yeah (laughs) if he becomes like a family court guy they're called disgusted dads disgusted dads if he becomes a it is fucked up that like more money than maybe 20 or 30 countries combined can be moved through one or two uh, bad hookups. It's like, <laughs> yeah, the GDP of a nation needs to now be transferred uh, 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 to another human being because uh, Jeff Bezos sent Love You Alive Girl uh, on text. <laughs> it was uh, That's the text. I love you alive girl. What There's are more. the texts? I mean, he's big into like the real doll thing. And he was like, damn, I'm excited. <laughs> I got an alive girl now. <laughs> Everything's well, the, working out for you, me. Wow. You are so alive. <laughs> that is what a oh, rich dude it. would say to like seduce a woman. Like, oh, you just have so much 
life in you. And I'm like, he so looks like the fucking Terminator. <laughs> they want to look like the Terminators. What's so funny is like these guys are like sci-fi fans, and so like they are modeling themselves after villains. It's truly bizarre to live in a postmodern world. Uh, the tech tycoon worth a saturating 140 billion dollars uh, told the married TV star he was full of love for her, and he wanted to wake her up and not be quite so gentle with Ew. her. <laughs> Uh, he sent a photograph of his, quote, Big Willie to Lauren Sanchez in a string of sex text messages. Why do they do that? <laughs> He's a fucking weird. Oh, by the way, I also heard uh, Jeff Bezos. Uh, um, I know someone who I guess like by like someone married into the Bezos family, like someone's sister or something. And so Jeff Bezos came to uh, like a dinner at like a family dinner. And I. I understand that he handed out libertarian pamphlets. Oh, uh, uh, really? Is what my understanding well, is, guys. Guys, I've just noticed something. Just Google image search Jeff Bezos, okay, and okay. And, kind of, he- and kind of take a step back and look. When you see there's something going on with his eye, with his left eye, and every single recent picture is open much wider. Than the other oh eye. Digital eye. When or you look at his old pictures, it's not like that. It's not like that. This motherfucker has a cybernetic eye in him. He has a cybernetic eye. He really does. Holy you shit. Wow. And, and also, what's so funny about his cybernetic eye is that, of course, it doesn't work that good and it no, like it's looks bad. Very <laughs> it's like. <early> model. <laughs> <laughs> you think these guys are all trying to turn into half robots? And oh, absolutely. It's, it's, it's not Jeff Bezos that gets uh, young blood like uh, that's uh, that's Peter Thiel. That's, that's the Peter other Thiel. weird guy. Yeah, that's Peter Thiel. The uh, Peter Thiel, the vampire Republican. Hulk Hogan's benefactor. <laughs> yes, yeah, Peter like, Thiel. Peter Thiel killed, fucking uh, was like killed Gawker. Gawker. Yeah, yeah, he killed him and Hulk Hogan killed Gawker together. That is that is something. Like uh, I I can't believe that those are the that like those are the guys that are running this world now. It's yeah. like Peter Thiel, yep. Jeff Bezos, it's, you Hulk know what it is? Hogan, Vampires and cyborgs. That's something. There's a really bad it there's it's, it, it's really bad that PayPal exists actually because everybody that made PayPal just like ma- has an infinite money printing machine and that's like Peter Thiel and like Elon Musk like they just got an infinite money printing machine and now we just have to live and with because, that forever. And, and because as you said before Jack they came up with the brilliant idea of buying stuff online. Yes, they bought yeah. it. They bought it from someone who made it. They That's like. A, right. I say it on stage a lot that like Jeff Bates. That I, I was. I was getting an argument with my father-in-law not too long ago. And I was like, you know, we can take the money from a guy like Jeff Bezos. And my father-in-law is like, well, I mean, he innovated that whole thing. I was like, Jeff Bezos invented a store? (laughs) (laughs) It's a fucking store. Jeff Bezos was able to get, like, access to capital and, like, hired people to do work for him and grew a company. Like, uh, I actually think that Amazon is so funny to me. We've talked about this on the show before, but it's so funny to me that there was this, like, liberal anti-Walmart thing, which feels very classic. To me, and with that said, Walmart's a super fucked up company, and they, you know, contributed a lot to like ruining this country, and they treat their employees terribly. 
But you know what's a worse company? Yeah. <laughs> your friends who make the Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Well, yeah. yeah, your friends who make Marvelous Mrs. Maisel and who deliver your toothpaste uh, and everything every day. Like, literally what Amazon is, is Walmart for liberals who don't want to see the Walmart that they're going to. Yeah. <laughs> Target, though, Target's yeah. the same thing. Target gets treated like, yeah. well, this Target. It's, I mean, I don't go to Walmart. I go to Target. Mi- upper yeah. middle class. <laughs> right. It's just all class stuff. It's like, yes, if you are, uh, uh, if you're very poor, you go to Walmart. Walmart. If you're like sort of middle class, you go to Target. If you are upper class, you only order from Amazon. Yeah. These are all the same stores. They're the same store. Yeah, I yeah. live in because uh, I, I spoke. I've said on the show before. I live in an apartment building where a lot of like rich people stay. Like there's a Tesla and BMWs and shit sure. in the parking lot, and they had to build two Amazon lockers because they were getting so many fucking packages that the Amazon has like a they Amazon paid for it themselves like this big thing because people are constantly getting so many fucking pa- packages because they never want to go down to the Walmart down the street or even the Target like right. they just order shit constantly all the time well and why you don't want to go to the Walmart is because like it's like depressing to see a store like that that sells things at the scale that like we need to like you know for people to be able to buy things under this like the country that we live in. Uh, so basically, what you're doing with Amazon is you're just like paying to not see a scary warehouse. <laughs> you know, that's really what you're doing. Yeah, it's a I, it's a lot cheaper too, though, and I feel yeah. like it's one of those things where the people that do get the most out of it actually have money and are like earning. <laughs> oh, of course, on a credit card. Yeah, and, shit. and uh, you know, regular folks for the longest time don't have access to kind of those plastic right. ways of payment you know yeah absolutely yeah 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 Wal- walmart is like one of those places that's like that's what they say communism is yeah like, that's what like lower like like people who regularly shop at walmart all hate it like nobody yeah. likes walmart yeah it, like because i you know when i was a cable guy there were always like uh people's houses had like insults to walmart on the wall or really oh my wife's at walmart she's gross or something that's funny okay (laughs) sure but like uh like that's the place like that's what they say it would look like and it's like we live in already living (laughs) and people are now just avoiding trying to see it they don't want to see it right we do live in that situation but there's also because uh uh, there are people who also have cars and can just bring it to your house so you don't have to see it if you have it's also cheap but i will say this about walmart you can steal if you actually go to the place oh shit so much easier oh yeah yeah. it's so hard to steal from amazon impossible although i was able to do it i had some uh i had like some some usb like thing for my computer come uh, uh, i ordered it and then it i didn't see it like i couldn't find it or whatever it disappeared someone brought it back a couple days later like with it torn open like they had clearly tried to steal it from me but i had already like reported it stolen by amazon so i just got it for oh, free cool. i stole from amazon awesome. for once in my life <laughs> didn't we have somebody that had a amazon scam a way to get free stuff from amazon do you remember that brett People tell us how to steal quite to a steal. bit. <laughs> you, you, report, you report shit is stolen, and then they just send it again. That no, that, but they made that a lot harder. I had a buddy who ordered something on Amazon. It was legitimately stolen, and they made him go to fill out a police report before what? they would send him a new object. They, well, that's the thing with Amazon. It used to be really easy. They would replace anything, but that's what they do. They, like, hook you yeah, in hook with, you like, in. everything so convenient. Now they're the only company in the world, and they're like, go get a fucking police report. <laughs> if you want to, like, the package was stolen, go talk to the police. Have well, you, have you, oh, sorry. Go ahead. They owe you like at a walmart or at like a target or at a grocery store they owe you money i feel in a way because 
part of the deal of grocery shopping in the United States at a supermarket was mm-hmm. that somebody bagged your groceries, right. somebody rang you up, and somebody took it to your car with yeah. you. And that was the part of the deal. Then they added the self-scan yeah. where you bag for yourself and you ring it all up yourself. But the prices still go up. They're still right. the same price it was when they were hiring baggers. Right. But they're cutting baggers. So I'm like, you kind of owe me some free stuff. <laughs> so when I'm ringing stuff up, I hold two things in my hand and scan one. Hell <laughs> yeah. That's fair. Hell That's fair. Yeah. That's only fair. That's I was only saying fair. right before we left, I wanted an Italian sandwich, but I only had like $20 in the bank. So I went to go buy meat and the meat was $8. And I was with my daughter. I was like, watch, I'm going to steal this meat. This is why the, the big technological boon that was promised us in the Jetsons ends up being a real bummer because in the end, robots that make life easier don't profit anybody so why build any of those things build the robots that make more money and make your life a bigger pain build a robot that you have to like yeah like put your credit card every 20 minutes to do a five dollar payment that you can order from an app though you can get it from an app well here's the thing though see we're to bring these two things together, you know, Amazon has their own like stores, right? With no people in them and you pay online. And then when you go out the door, it can scan every single thing right. you have. And if you t- try to walk out with something, they just charge you for it. We yeah. have one in Columbus. We have a, we got one of the first ones outside of Seattle. It's on Ohio state campus. There's never anybody there, mm. but when we got to Seattle, there was one there. And it was closed at like 11 o'clock at night. <laughs> well, isn't the point that... <laughs> yeah, that's what I said. I was like, if nobody's working, then why do you have to close? What is this closing thing? Yeah, it's like putting business hours on a vending machine. <laughs> that's really funny. It's, uh, none of this stuff works the way that they promise it's going to work. Like no. All of this stuff sounds so cool. Oh, I can just... Like when they talk about you can bag your groceries as you shop. You can, yeah. But you have to carry this stupid gun around <laughs> yeah. you have to weigh things on things and you have to scan everything yeah. if it doesn't and you also when you pay like so we have it set up so they have those little guns you can carry them around you can yeah. put the things in the bag in the cart and you can scan them as you go yeah but then when you're done scanning them you have to wait in line to pay the cashier for <laughs> the, the stuff fuck is that the you point? bought. And it's like, so, I mean, what is this? What are we even doing here? It's a fun little... Uh, it's just a profit. Yeah. It's a fun game. We it's don't have to hire game. people. Isn't it fun to, be, to work at a grocery store for 20 minutes? Uh, <laughs> well, that's another... That was one of the sad things. Like When Amazon took over Whole Foods, yeah. like our shit blew up because we talked so much about work and we talked so much about service job. And, and that company used to... Like, you know, Brett used to say it's for people that wash out of old punk bands. <laughs> <laughs> but now it's like uh, it's like straight up like a regular regimented job where guys are screaming at you all the Terrible. time. They send Amazon representatives to walk through the oh place. That's just every scary. Month. That shit is so weird. That's yeah. fucked. And, and the stores are filled with prime ads now. Yeah. They cool. call it doing a walk. We're going to do a walk. And they walk through the store, and if there's if the shelves look like anything is taken away from the shelf, then the boss gets yelled at, who then yells at the lower worker. That's a system that works. People are getting fired like way more than they ever did. The aristocracy has come. Uh, Those from the court have come to like uh, uh, (laughs) to survey the market. Uh, You know know what? I I do think Jeff Bezos watches these fucking like Jordan Peterson videos and shit. I do. 
I think he's a liberal. I, I actually, I kind of do too. And I think that we, I think, I, I wonder what we'll see coming from Jeff Bezos, the richest man on the in the, uh, on this richest planet. single uh, man on the planet. Nah. Bachelor, yeah. he Although is. A he won't bachelor. be the richest man, I know, because he's going to get his money carved in half. Yeah. Although she is like a, you know, a, I think an Amazon board. Oh, she has to be awful like too, right? So basically, we yeah. we're going to have like two awful people trying to outdo each other. It's yeah. who marries him next or who he dates. Because like with Elon Musk, it was right. such a shock that it was Grimes. Yeah. You know, like that was shocking to me. So who is going to be the person that crosses the line and and dates Jeff Bezos? Because there's going to be some person that you like, an actor or right. something like that, you do not expect. Yeah. And all of a sudden, it's going to be like Jeff Bezos' girlfriend, Christina Ricci or right. something. Like that. <laughs> what? You know, Christina Ricci was engaged to Owen Benjamin. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I forgot. Uh, but yeah. who's, yeah, who's going to be America's disgusting, oh, neo-feudal Meghan Markle? I know, I know <laughs> who it is. Let me look it up because she was in oh. the Amazon uh, show, the PKD show. Um, the she calls herself oh, their shows are the worst of all the shows, right? I like, I think Crackle does a little bit better, <laughs> yeah, than, uh, yeah. Amazon is pretty bad, but yeah. it's also like I'll, I think it's just because like Jeff wants to have one. I like yeah. Dreams was actually good. I, I Jake, yeah, Ryan, that was Jack good. Ryan was like so hard to That's watch. That's Obama 24, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Where the drone pilot gives a hug to the guy whose brother That's he so blew funny. up. Oh my God, yes. <laughs> That's so that funny. That is the craziest storyline is there's just this like drone bomber that is killing people and he's sad about it through the whole show and you're like, oh my God. Oh my God. These guys love doing yeah. it. It's going. <laughs> I, I got it. It's going to be Janelle Monet. It's going to be Janelle no, that because she it was no, always on. She's on the She's already in the Bezos family for the Electric Dream show. She always calls herself a cyborg and a robot. She's in the sci-fi and all the nerd shit that Bezos is. It's going to happen. Janelle Monet, wow. Janelle Monet, and Bezos coming to you in twenty. That's quite the call. That's, That's quite heartbreaking. The call. That is a prediction that I would not have expected. To yeah. Hear. yeah, she's already linked up, isn't she? Well, but I mean, if Jeff Bezos comes a call, then <laughs> I, mean, I would marry Jeff Bezos yeah, right mean, now. I'd hate to say that I'd be a. Sellout. I don't think I, I don't think I would actually have any choice. Like I, I don't mean that I would like you know not be able to make a choice. I think literally he could just purchase me. I think that they, <laughs> I think they allow it for certain people. Like, I'm for sale for like a billion dollars. For sure. <laughs> actually, like, I am owned by Jeff Bezos. I do Twitch show every morning. I work for Jeff every single day. You're part of that. I machine. work for Jeff every single day. I mean, we all do stuff for these horrible companies yeah that's the amazon that's, web services dude it, i mean netflix runs on it google I mean, runs on that's it. that's the actually really scary thing about amazon is we've only been talking about like the like delivery to home you know thing is but like 50 percent of the whole internet is run on amazon now on like they're like it's like they have shored up the entire thing every time you see anything that says aws that's amazon uh, oh, that's so cool like if they decide they want to start charging for stuff they're able to do that they're now. doing it they are already like they they're profiting off the whole well, internet that's why google's buying that old west side pavilion mall from clueless and turning it into a new headquarters it's not enough for these tech companies to own all of the digital space. They have to own all of the physical space, too. We're being told that they're going to come to us. Like, uh, we were in Seattle and San Francisco not too long ago, and they were like, the Midwest, don't think you're safe out oh, there. Oh, they, yeah, they're going to be, uh, basically, 
this whole country is just going to end up being like arch districts, uh, empty, <laughs> empty arch districts, like big, brand new high rise buildings, like gigantic buildings that say Oracle. And like, you'll never see any. You'll just like see people shuffle in and out of those buildings and wonder what the fuck they could be doing in there. Digital uh, nomads everywhere. Have you heard of Tulsa Remote? My friend James White, he's this, uh, he works for the Baffler, really interesting guy. He showed me this thing called Tulsa Remote, where the city of Tulsa, Oklahoma, if you work as a digital nomad, which means like if you work in, you know, anywhere, anywhere as long, if you work remotely, you have a laptop, you have a job, uh, you will get relocated to Tulsa, Oklahoma. I I mean, if you relocate to Tulsa, Oklahoma, they will give you $10,000. They will give you a co-working space. They will give you like multiple social group opportunities and a $300 monthly rental stipend. Like the other cities in the middle, they want the tech people to start flooding. You got um, a contact um, on that, uh, JDB? <laughs> it's TulsaRemote.com. Hey, Leslie, I, I got family from Oklahoma. No, you know, no, uh, no offense to anybody in Oklahoma. I would not recommend it. I've been to Tulsa. I'm, I'm, I wouldn't recommend I'm it. I'm in Leesburg, Virginia. The, well, like, like it's, it's much worse. And Amazon is, de- is, yeah. is actually literally coming here in Nova, right, uh, as we speak. See, we're safe. Amazon turned us down. But we <laughs> pathetically go after every single company that's not from Ohio. Like Columbus is like, oh, you know, Rogue Brewery, you know, you really want to come here. And then like, you know, they are like, we're, we're thinking about it. And then they don't come. So <laughs> we're, we're kind of lucky in that department. But I think like every year there are more and more big city newspapers that write stories are like, you know, Columbus, Ohio has food. <laughs> like good food in Columbus, yeah. Ohio. So you should w- maybe go there on a vacation. <laughs> like, yeah, every city has cool shit. Yeah. Every single one of them. Every city has their own take on what a burger is or a sandwich. Uh, and they're great. They're all great, actually. Go to every single one of them. The, um, the, the toasted ravioli in St. Louis is weird. Yeah. I never had it. I mean, I mean, it's They just like fry ravioli and then like like, put a bunch of like cheese and sauce on it it's like a mixture between like a mozzarella stick and a ravioli i don't i don't totally get it well it's pretty dope the provel cheese on the pizza is way more confusing yeah because it's like velveta on a pizza which is you know what i do like the ice kind of like velveta brian i I have to ask you because this kind of bothered me about los angeles have you had a chance to taste some of the los angeles cuisine you know the weird fusion food the avocado toast okay the avocado toast of course this is so hacky it's not not hack because i didn't think it was real i thought it was a joke i thought it was something conservatives made up and then i get there and it's and it's nothing but avocado toast and you know chickpea pizza and all this other bullshit and you can't get any food but I've seen. We gotta that. let these I've, guys answer. But this is this is a complete mischaracterization of the city. And fucking, how dare you, Leslie? <laughs> I've seen this shit in the middle of the country too. It's not just coastal it is. anymore. It is. I live in a city. Like I live in Columbus, in the actual city. I don't live in the suburbs, and I can get anything you can get here. But there's only one of them. You know yeah. what I mean? So yeah. like the avocado toast thing is like a real thing. Brett eats the shit out of I avocado like that toast. Shit. I do love avocado toast. We had some really amazing Mexican food, which was unlike anything I could get at home. 
I think that that actually is like, yeah, Mexican food. And then it's just everywhere. You can get any of it uh, anywhere out here. That I've had Mexican food elsewhere in the country, and I'm like, oh, yeah, it's better. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Like, it's uh, very bad, very dire elsewhere. We are also, Leslie, you have to understand that me and Brad are hillbillies. So everything <laughs> we see, we're like, golly, <laughs> I'm on the what are these guys up to? <laughs> Let me back up, Leslie, and say how right you are about the bullshit because in the elevator in our hotel, the advertisement for the restaurant is a block of ice on a a piece of wood. <laughs> what, what, what does this say about this restaurant? Uh, <laughs> that's it's, funny. They have a lot of health food there. In LA, you know, we like to eat a lot of health food. We like ice on wood. I like a slab of ice. Yeah, yeah I'm trying to watch. The wood thing, brings uh, out the figure. flavor. The the solo. Yeah, the wood brings out the, yeah. the, the, the a little ice. cayenne and I, lemon. Yeah. I'll say this: in Columbus, we have a toast bar. Yeah, there, a guy that makes bread was just like, I'm not make y'all toast and charges twelve dollars for toast. And you Ohio. know what? So what? If that's food should be. Are you whenever someone complains about the price of avocado toast, they're saying that uh, the work that chefs do oh, is not worth on. being paid for. Oh, Leslie, Leslie, that's what they're saying. That's what they're saying, Leslie. No. The truth is, is that if you want to make real cheap avocado toast, you buy an avocado and uh, you get a toaster at home. And yeah. That's it. It works. But they yeah. make it better. At they do. They do. Oh, they put like sucks. olive oil in it and stuff. And it's a big, thick piece of bread. They have yeah. good. I don't have all that. Like all the fucking seasonings they have at restaurants. Yeah. Home food is the worst. Yeah. You should know that. <laughs> How dare now. you? I'm a little better at it. My girlfriend's okay. been helping right. me. Will right. to close us out. Um, this is breaking news that is of interest to everyone um, on this wow. show and listening to this podcast. There was a new interview with The Rock um, recently. Oh, yeah. And, wow. Uh, I'll, I'll just read you the quotes um, from um, Dwayne about, you know, this. we were talking about, you know, 2019, who's going to run. And I think this might be, you know, him positioning oh himself. Um, so, so many good people fought for freedom and equality, but this generation are looking for a reason to be offended. If you are not oh, agreeing wow. with them, then they are offended. And that is not what so many great men and women fought for. We thankfully now live in a world that has progressed over the last 30 or 40 years. People can be who they want, be with who they want, and live how they want. That can only be a good thing. perfect. But Generation Snowflake, or whatever you want to call them, are actually putting us wow. backwards. <laughs> How are they putting you backwards? What is the backwards? Yo, is he switching to the GOP because nobody liked Baywatch? <laughs> he, he's already spoken at the GOP before. But he? that was for a word. Yeah. Yeah. WWE made him do that. That wasn't like it. Oh, okay. But like, yeah, I mean, that's a thing that works, though, in the middle of the country. The, the shitty thing about it is that the, the truth is the snowflake thing really works. Yeah. Like it, it, we make fun of it and, and kind of we can see the hypocrisy in it, how they're people that are offended all the yes. time. Yeah. You know, and we're we're just as offended as they are, yeah. I guess. But, you know, none of this shit offends me. But like that stuff really flies. Man, it really just like drives me. It makes me feel so str it's like so weird because I just am like, what? 
how has anyone's speech ever been threatened? Like, how is it that like some kid at a college? I like I even wonder, like, why are people writing articles about this shit? Because everyone's only upset about articles they read about like what like two 19 year olds did at like yeah. a liberal arts college. Like, I, I don't give a shit about rich kids lar- at these schools. Anymore, I guess the, the larger thing is really like that term just really called on a lot better than any term that any uh, left leaning uh, academic has come right. up with in the past 20 yeah. years. Look, the reason why snowflakes works politically is because it is it is a politically correct form of calling someone a pussy. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah. Like this is the root. That's what it really it's is. Kind of, that's, that's so funny. That's so good because like now you're playing by the rules now. You're playing by the yeah. PC right. rules and still calling people pussies and you it's hard to like complain about it. Like Snowflake, you can't say anything bad about that. Yeah, I don't yeah. get a lot of people that get offended by like I don't see this stuff that they see and like nobody cares well, about most stuff. <laughs> I used to fall it's, for this shit because I didn't go to college. And, you know, it was like, oh, my God, these college kids are crazy. Good thing I dropped out. And the more I learned, the more I realized, like, oh, wait, why are these like fucking tiny ass little fucking kerfuffles between these like dumbass rich kids becoming viral national it's, it's the same That's 15 the ki- it's the same 15 kid weird kids who hang out in the quad all the time it's never like 90 percent of the student body who has no idea what most right. of it is going on it's just made by it's just it gets old people fired up that's another thing about the snowflake thing right it lets you call it's no he didn't just say snowflake he said snowflake generation you always want to call the generation younger than you you know pussies and weak and they don't know how hard it is and when like you're a gen x person who you know didn't really like have it that hard lived through like you know this time of economic prosperity and this uh you know this false idea of the end of history and you know all the problems being solved war in it yada 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 like what can you say you can't what can you say to brag about how tough you got it well you just call the other kids snowflakes well at least when we were right. you know growing up we weren't offended by everything except right. for you know murphy brown etc madonna <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah. Every video game, yeah, gay people, every, every single thing, yeah. I think you uh, just could take a break from it when you turned off the TV, and now you just have it in your pocket. Yeah, I but think I, that's a big. It's eh. also big with kids, though. To be honest, no kids right? like it and too. I think it <laughs> it helps. It helps also because there's a lot of young people now that don't want to be a part of this generation and think that it sucks and that it used to be better when you could be just make sure. racist, ironic, racist jokes. Or, you know, you could, you know, uh, get to her, you could harass women, all that kind of stuff. And because I see a lot of comments with like the Louis CK thing where people are just like, get over it. And it's like, yeah, this guy pulled his dick out on people. That's a really it's serious, like fucked it's up. A serious it's weird. Offense, like, man. And the guy should say something about it and do more than come and scream at everybody like everybody's too politi- politically correct these days because I can't pull my dick out. Yeah, it's- but he's going to make I mean, the thing is, is that like when people are got, got mad at him for the Parkland joke, that sounded a lot like his joke about how you could like uh, you should kill the kid that you have sex or you have to let the the child molester go because then they'll kill the kid. Uh, so it was like a reversion to his old kind of humor, but the, it's like if he had stayed like raunchy Opie and Anthony forever, that would have probably been 
he probably would have been allowed to take his dick out more. The the but he like elevated him. So you know, Jack pointed this out, and I thought about this a lot. And I'm like, well, he did like elevate himself into this like weird kind of like woke auteur. Well, that's my that's actually my my issue with Louie. And what I even thought in posting that clip of Louie is that I'm like, I actually Which I, I have to I say for like the record, con- I, I do not condone. He did not have time to workshop that. He had no idea <laughs> that he would be under such scrutiny, Jack. How could he yeah. how could the biggest one of the biggest comedians in the world staging to come <laughs> his third comeback every single one had been written about extensively how could he possibly yeah. know that he would be under such you know those prying eyes Scrutiny, on him? Yeah. like um, yeah. jack yeah i mean but my biggest thing with louis is i'm like yes i i'm offended by what he said not so much by like being offended by words or whatever but because i'm offended by like conservative viewpoints yeah. you know what i mean i'm like i just think that viewpoint sucks and i kind of think that like what he did in that stand-up set was like say that he holds that viewpoint and not like he doesn't like parodying that viewpoint i don't give a shit people can say whatever the fuck they want in stand-up i don't get offended by jokes really or anything really i do think that there's something interesting about how this guy was like doing blue comedy then he became like the woke npr philosopher king like you know, in every single medium article, every single thing he said, we looked at as like, you know, uh, and he played into that. He like wanted to do that. He like, you know, he was like, I'm getting a lot of notice for this and this is working. So he like he we like did Horace and Pete where there's like a whole, you know, eight minute long discussion about trans issues that actually is like thoughtful. But I'm like, the whole thing is a fucking grift, like going right wing now is a grift. Like maybe being a liberal was a grift. He's just doing whatever people seem to be like getting into. I also like, think that. From what I've known, from talking to most of my comedi- comedian friends, the the market is, and this is why I worry like long term about anybody taking down Trump. I do think like the politically correct, for lack of better word, culture wars are. I think liberals and the left tend to lose these. Like if the fight is about culture, people are always going to want to side, especially Americans. Americans believe in you know the First Amendment, freedom of speech, sure, saying right. what you want. They have uh, the tech companies though are trying to clean up their own mess because their algorithms brought the worst and craziest people to the front of the line. Well, and now they're they're deplatforming. What they're actually doing is they're cleaning up their own mess, but they're pissing off so many people in the process that I do fear the backlash at the at the uh at the Yeah, ballot but then like these of, people are so like it, like I'm like is I don't know. I have no I'm fucking just, idea. From my from my comedian friend's point of view, from what I've noticed is is that essentially more people are going to raunchier, sure. vulgar shows, but I'm and like, less people are going to like these, you know, woke comedians. But I don't even like. I'm like not into woke comedians. Right, I like. Yeah. I'm like. I actually think you should be able. To, like that shit sucks majorly. Like yeah. I think people should say swear words and like do raunchy stuff. But like you also don't have to like like punch at trans people. Like yeah, I'm like yeah. make like actually even like you can joke about trans issues and any fucking joke about anything. I'm like I just think it's interesting that this guy became a conservative after he got in trouble. You know. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Even if he was one before, a long time ago, well, you know, easy. He did like want John Kasich to be president. We yeah. all right, 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 right. right he did yeah. send out an email that said, right. "Well, we've had a liberal for eight years, so now we need a conservative." Like mostly, like, like, what I imposing the Louis thing, I was more like, "I'm like, look upon your god, <laughs> NPR people. Like, look at him now. Like, gaze upon your god now. now How does that the, feel?" The crazy thing is seeing all these like Vox and and, and uh, 
you know, type culture writer going like he was never funny. And I'm like, I don't think that's true. And you are bullshit liars. Those people are fucking liars. Like this. It's the same people that like raised him to this pedestal that are like, actually, I never liked him. I'm like, no, you did. And that's what sucks about it. That's like what made him annoying. Like everybody loving uh, Woody Allen so much. I'm like, you liars. You all love him so much. I can say with all honesty, I've never seen a Woody Allen movie and I never found Louis C.K. funny. So I'm, I'm good. I'm good. You're yeah, hero. you're good. You're the perfect man. <laughs> also, we're living in Japan through all okay, that. Okay, come on. <laughs> I was living in Japan for the entire t- career of Willie Allen. Come on. <laughs> um, well, I'm gonna. We got to let you guys go. I know you got to go get a tattoo, Brett and yes. uh, uh, Brian. I want to let you uh, walk around the city. And you've also been here for near four hours today because you did the morning uh, show. It's so uh, uh, it's been thank fun. Thank you for hanging out for that long. Um, uh, and yeah, it was really great to have you guys in here. And it's uh, always a pleasure to have you on the show. Thank you, Brian. It's Great to have you for the first time, yeah, Brett. Yeah, yeah, I loved it. Really we'll see good. you at the show tomorrow night. Yeah, we'll see you then. Please. Like what you hear, want to hear more? Check us out at patreon.com slash struggle session or sesh.plus or struggle session.substack.com for all our public episodes, commercial free, as well as hundreds of bonus episodes. Thank you to all our listeners for holding us down five years strong.